0: Welcome once again baseball fans. It's time to run the bases. I am Tucker Wells joined as always by coach Jordan Bounds coach How are you good, sir? Pretty good. Pretty good. All right
1: seasons right upon us
0: It is it is it is mere weeks away and we'll be here uh, Next week with our big spring training recap and our predictions for the 2015 season But tonight we're gonna do a special on the uniform um is there any other uniform in the world better than a baseball uniform, Coach?
1: Um, well, I'm. I, I I'm sure there is somebody in Iraq that is saying that the uniform of an Iranian nationalist is probably a more significant uniform today. I mean. Uh, there are, I, I'm sure there are some,
0: but in, that's a little sport, dramatic though. Well, yeah, but in, in <laughs> that's terms, not something that everybody can ra- rally around.
1: Right. But in terms of sports, uh, I don't think that there is a more significant, uh, uniform than a baseball uniform.
0: Right. And to quote George Carlin in his famous and, uh, hilarious rant on baseball versus football, it's the only sport where the coach wears the same uniform as the players. And That's could, right. could you picture Bill Parcells in his Giants uniform <laughs> coaching on the sidelines? No. Uh,
1: I, uh, or Bill Belichick, you know. Uh, <laughs> or, no.
0: That would be funny. I think one coach should try that in the NFL. I agree. If they, if they know they're on the hot seat. But at any rate, so the baseball uniform, let's take it back to the beginning. So in the beginning – um. The, uh, uniform, uh, looked somewhat different. It had, uh, collars for one thing, which we don't see anymore. And as you've informed me at one point, there was a different uniform for each position.
1: Spalding tried to, uh, instigate that where he tried to, uh, make a, you know, you had a shortstop colorization, a second base colorization. It didn't work, uh. But uh,
0: the it would have been a brilliant marketing strategy had it had, and that's had it worked. all
1: it was was <laughs> a marketing strategy. Uh, uniforms that have been around from the very beginning, I mean, from the very beginning, uh, in the 1830s,
0: yeah. Were they always like, um, you know, it's kind of the general, did they always have the button up in the front and? Like the stirrup socks?
1: Uh, One of the things that I've noticed is that the kind of gaucho shirt, the shirt that buttons down to like the navel and then is pulled over, uh, that was around forever. Uh,
0: I I don't know why. Yeah. I mean, is there a mythology to the stirrup socks? That's always something very unique, uh, it seems, to baseball. Um, not even not soccer, that, which is, you know, all about the footwear has. Not that
1: socks. I'm aware of. Uh, not, I, I don't really know where the connection with that.
0: Yeah. Well, so at the, uh, at the turn of the century, you credit Mr. John McGraw with, uh, making a significant imprint on the uniform as we know it today. Uh, one of the main things is that he, uh, invented the visitors wearing black.
1: No, no, I don't think he invented it. Um. I mean the old Baltimore Orioles, which he was a part of uh in the eighteen hundreds nineteenth century, they would wear black uniforms on the road. They may have been the first I'm not certain of that, but uh it was kind of the uh villains wore black type things you know uh in the uh the visitors wore black uh in nineteen o five after McGraw was roundly criticized for not playing in 04, uh, the 04 World Series. Uh, he has them coming out wearing black in 05 and completely outclassing the athletics who wore kind of shabby uniforms and stuff. Uh, McGraw was in control of everything. He controlled every pitch. He controlled every swing of the, uh, of the bat. He controlled the uniforms. Um, the old uniforms used to have collars and uh, and pockets on, uh, you know, uh, breast pockets and stuff like this. Uh, and McGraw took away all of this. He was like in charge of everything.
0: Was the, the general look of the baseball uniform inspired by a sport that preceded it? Like Probably, it? but I'm but. not sure.
1: One of the things McGraw did after uh, – 4, just to throw salt in the wound of everybody he had world champions printed on the front of his uh, jerseys uh, like
0: you know screw you we're we're the world champions <laughs> it didn't even say giants anywhere no it just said world champions that's pretty bold well of course now we have patches that uh, all over uniforms um, that celebrate significant anniversaries and world series championships what is the uh, history of the patch it's a big deal
1: Patches have been around forever, and I, I think some of the most significant ones were in the—right uh, after World War I, uh, or during World War I, where there were uh, USA patches and kind of uh, patches that celebrated uh, American nationalism and stuff. Uh, there were— some purple striped patches before that. I'm not really sure what they were from.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's something that's a staple in this day and age, you know, seems like, yeah, somebody
1: dies. You're going to have a patch,
0: right? If it's the anniversary of a significant, you know, when they opened up a new ballpark or when they moved to a city, you'll get a patch for that now too. It's kind of patch overload at this point in time. Um, so something that of course is the staple of any uniform anywhere, uh, is the number, Uh, that's how we track jersey sales in this day and age. Um, And something I didn't realize, I always credited the Yankees, that's the common lore of coming up with the numbers, Um, but it actually dates all the way to 1916 with the Indians.
1: Right, they had numbers on the sleeves.
0: Numbers on the sleeves. But what was the significance of the numbers uh, back then on the Uh, 16 Indians?
1: uh, The Cardinals had numbers in 23 as well. Why these didn't work, I'm not certain, but... In 29, when the Bray when the Braves, uh, when the Yankees first put on numbers, it was according to the position in the uh, in their in the lineup. Uh, hence, Babe Ruth was number three, Lou Gehrig was number four, Bob Musial number five, etc.
0: Right. Uh, That's the common credit. Is that the those uh, Yankees were so good and so famous they needed numbers to uh, distinguish who was who.
1: But. That wasn't going to work, you know, when changing lineups uh, went around. You had pinch hitters and stuff. It just didn't work out. By 1932, all major league teams had numbers.
0: Yeah, and they were out of sequence. Right, so, right. um So you have it as the next, uh, or what we talked about, that the 1963 Kansas City Athletics are significant for breaking tradition simply by their color scheme.
1: I'm going to say before that, in 1960, the Chicago White Sox put names on the back of uniforms. Uh, that was significant in itself. Uh, sure. Now having the identity of the team uh, in on the uh, along the breast that happened prior to that. Um, the and where you had mascots presented nobody precedes the cardinals uh the cardinals having two different birds on a bat in uh on their chest that's been around forever i mean nothing comes close to that that's like 50 years before any other mascot represented
0: Um, actually on the uniform itself right
1: right on the uniform itself I mean and it was there forever actually the Braves with a tomahawk was next uh, as far as a team being represented that way Right, Um, Kansas City A's 63 that was Charlie Finley uh, trying to uh, bring in green and yellow and uh, just different colored uniforms Uh, that was totally different, but you've got to understand it's a result of World War II uh, and the advent of nylon and Dacron and Orlon and different types of uniforms. Uh, before World War II, all uniforms were either this um, wool flannel or a cotton flannel or a combination of the two, which didn't allow for the uh, different colorization. Uh, it also they also had problems with uh in terms of durability and uh shrinkage. That was a problem. As uh, Seinfeld
0: made famous. <laughs>
1: okay. Well uh, I'm not familiar with that, I'm sorry.
0: Uh but I couldn't imagine playing in wool in the dead of August in St. Louis. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna tell you uh a um a
1: cotton flannel uh uniform pressed that was like the greatest thing on earth yeah uh, it, it really was I mean it was it was like playing in pajamas uh, <laughs> uh, I mean and uh you, it'll never happen again I mean we'll no. never have flannel uh uniforms again, but they were uh the a team that I coached uh, i I had a, a team at a Chastain that was, uh, that we were going to the state championships and they were looking for uh, an older uh, a uniform for us to go into the all-star game with. And uh, we found some old flannel uniforms. Uh, they were like so uh, ancient, uh, it really fit our team. we were a uh we went way further than we were supposed to go um the uh, this was before i I taught
0: or anything this is many many years ago decades ago right what was, uh, um what again is the time frame of the the nights in the natural uh, well that would be what era is that again depicted in the book in the movie uh it would be the thirties. Is there any patch greater than than the lightning bolt? Uh,
1: there have been uh, well, I mean to say what is greater? I th- I think that uh, no, uh, you can't say that. I mean, since there are most patches are attributed to people that just died. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know how you could uh, there. There was a a patch in the nineteen twenties that. Brooklyn the Giants and the uh, the Yankees all wore for that commemorated the uh, World's Fair uh, in New York Uh, I mean the uh, patches really I mean you know (laughs)
0: it's it's interesting right to say the least yeah yeah I mean you know my favorite um, because I, I I've am constantly paying attention to those. I mean, I I love the stadium ones, you know, any stadium that just opened any stadium that just closed. Right. You know, and and then any stadium that's 10 years old, we'll celebrate that. And then, um, so on and so forth. So, well, let's just talk about our favorites and our least favorites. Um, baseball. Let me say one thing before that. One
1: thing that has tremendously changed uh in terms of the uniform um, the hats the the, you know, the pants i mean it's remarkable that we still wear essentially knickers uh to <laughs> right. i mean uh you know from uh little league uh through the majors uh but jackets have changed tremendously or uh jackets in up until 1910 um They were all double-breasted. They had pearl buttons, (laughs) uh, buttons that were made out of real pearl. Uh, They had silk pocket flaps. They were something that would be more representative of a John Philip Sousa band than a baseball (laughs) team. Uh, uh, Tremendously changed. Today we have, like, you know, they're collected around the waist and everything. and. I still have uh five or six different baseball jackets that I keep because
0: uh you know
1: uh they, they seem to represent the team more than anything else.
0: Yeah, they're 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 synonymous sometimes more than the team themselves, you know, the design of the jacket is um you know, it brings back the 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 letterman, you know, the college, high school right, le- right. letter jackets. Yeah, I get that. I, I'm, you know, um a big fan of warm-ups now, even though it seems like nothing more than a ploy to um sell more merchandise. But I'm a big fan of baseball warm ups. And certainly the materials have gotten to a space age level now that they're more comfortable to wear. So but um something in baseball that you don't see, you know, that sets the trend is having logos representing teams that are these characters of old English, um, characters almost like calligraphy. And um, those have existed for over 100 years for certain teams like the Tigers. Still the best. The best.
1: Right, no, 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 no. We think of the Tigers as they're preceded by the Boston Braves. The, uh, several t- teams had this kind of old English calligraphy before the Tigers. Yeah. Tigers are about the 7th team. They're way down on the list. Now they we we think of their uniform as being iconically traditional like the Red Sox and like the Yankees and stuff.
0: Now the Orioles are credited uh and you informed me of this for being the first to have black uniforms versus white uniforms. Now this is the original Orioles, the, know, original the ones Orioles.
1: that became the Yankees, not the Orioles that are from that come from
0: the St. Louis Browns. But so they, as a bird team, there was no bird anywhere in their in their uniform at that time. To my knowledge, no. Your nicknames for teams were not constant.
1: Uh, for I mean the the Braves were. Uh, the Braves. The Tigers were the Tigers. Uh, There were a few teams that were such. Uh, But like uh, as late as I think the 1930s, the Washington Senators were trying to uh, promote themselves as the Washington Nationals. Uh, And they had Nationals printed across their, their breasts so that people wouldn't Called them the senators because the senators were way too liberal at the time, uh, ah. for them to be considered a, a part of major league baseball. Um, and, uh, the, the nicknames of teams have changed. Uh, I mean, that was more of a, a product of the media than a product of the team. Uh, there were a couple like the Braves, uh, the The Tigers and particular the Cardinals, the Cardinals right. as much as anybody. Uh, there were other teams like the Dodgers. What do they look like? Uh, you know, what yeah. do Yankees look like? Right. Uh, you know. <laughs> uh, the Yankee pinstripes. They're they're like ten teams that wore pinstripes before the
0: Yankees did. Wow, interesting. I did not know that. Uh, it's funny to me though, that at one point everybody was just rooting for the name itself. They were rooting for letters. Yeah. yeah. They had no, they had no, you know, visual image to support their team. But that brings up an interesting point that early on, and I, I can attest to this as well, but you say you started rooting for certain teams based solely on the uniform.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, looking at old baseball cards, my, Two most favorite teams uh, early on were the Braves, Milwaukee Braves, and the Detroit Tigers, uh, strictly because of their uniforms. Yeah, and I I loved the old uh, Braves of the fifties. Their uniforms, they you know, with the tomahawk across the chest, that was great.
0: Yeah, you know, it, it's interesting, the,
1: and, and the piping, the double. Uh They had red and blue striped socks uh this was like so cool
0: yeah color scheme um you know transcends uh beyond how it looks in sports it 's just a fashion statement you know let's you know uniforms are, are, are a fashion statement, just like in any other walk of life, so when they have a good color scheme that's pleasing to the eye you root for. Them. My dad rooted for the Cardinals because of how much he liked the way that the cardinals looked before Atlanta got a franchise. So but yeah to me I must say my favorites are still the B on the Red Sox the D on Detroit um, the uh, the C of the Cubs you know it's it's an interesting thing that these teams that will take you know, a single, single letter and make it you know the Cubs representative were of a whole the first
1: team. team that had both Cubs and Chicago on their uniform at the same time They they were the first team that had both the city and the mascot on their team at the same time.
0: Yeah. Um, The Braves, uh, what did you think of the 70s uniforms when they came about, when they changed from...
1: With the flying feather? uh, I really like the away uniforms, the navy blue uh, representation, and I... Whenever I see that uniform in my head, I think of Ralph Garr, beep, beep, uh, the Uh, the, uh, Roadrunner. And as far as the uniforms in those days, they weren't that bad. I didn't like them at the time. But now looking back, they're not as bad as I thought they were.
0: Yeah. What is the most contemporary uniform that you thought was the best, I guess?
1: I don't understand that or like the most contemporary uniform that I thought you were putting something contemporary into the past tense. I don't understand that.
0: Right. Well, my English is not the strongest at this moment in time. That's all right. What was the best modern uniform? What was your favorite modern uniform that you've seen?
1: All right. Um, I like the pirates vest uh, started in 57. Now the Reds had a vest uniform in 56 and they're the originators of that but I have a difficult time looking at a predominantly red uniform and liking it but the image of Mazeroski rounding the you know hitting the home run in 1960 and throwing his helmet when he's coming from third to home and he's wearing this vested uniform uh, that is always implanted in my head, seeing uh, Roberto Clemente going back on a fly ball in that vest. You've seen Bill Verdon charging in uh, all of these. Uh, I, I really like the vested uniform of the Pirates. Now, that said, the Pirates have been uh, what they did in the 70s with those pillbox hats and the all the different uniforms that were all black or all gold or black and gold or those the bumblebee he, yeah and those hideous pinstripes i and i always see kent to uh all 45 pounds of him uh <laughs> throwing uh you know from with that uh pinstriped uh brown uniform uh, great uniforms uh for the time um uh, the houston colt 45s People don't remember I mean, the Houston Astros were the Houston Colt forty fives for uh two years or a year and a half. And they had these smoking guns on the front of their <laughs> uniform their chests and their backs. It was just it was like such a completely uh politically incorrect type of uniform. I loved them. Uh, the uh now the Kansas City A's uh, in 63, where Charlie Finley starts having the green and yellow. Uh, yeah, I loved it. That was cool. Uh, but in the same year, the same year you had the Indians, uh, they took on the vest and they had red sleeves and they had blue and red striped socks. It was like, wait a minute, where did this come from? Uh, you know, the Indians have changed so much. They've had been all red, all blue, all white. They, they've had you know whatever seems to be appropriate for the time. But uh, I love that. Um, in '67, uh, the senators, which and these are the senators that eventually become the Texas Rangers. They had that one uniform where they had all white hats and all white socks and stuff. That was like so cool. That was like a Ted Williams uh, when he was uh, the manager of that team. He, I, I I I see Ted and. The white socks and white hat. Um, the uh, Seattle Pilots. Uh, That's a great one. Yeah. And in 69, where they wore those like turquoise. I, I don't even know what kind of blue that was. That was like something very bizarre. Yeah. Uh, the Padres have been, nobody's uh, had as many different uniforms as the Padres, brown and this like kind of puke yellow that they have. <laughs> and
0: uh, now the camouflage. Although we like what that represents, the the military base is there. But, oh yeah. Well, yeah.
1: today, I mean, every team has ten or fifteen uniforms. Yeah, you know, they're going to wear ten or fifteen a year because for marketing reasons, you know. But it didn't used to be that way. No. And and so much of that was, uh, you know, think about the first uniform that you wore in Little League. It yeah. was. Uh, you know, I was talking to my son about this the other day and how, uh, you know, it's amazing that, well, not amazing, but uh, you would think that some major league team would have said, wait a minute, you can't wear our uniforms, uh, you know, that we have uh, marketing rights to this and stuff, but they can't go after some little league uh Team, yeah, that wouldn't <laughs> yeah. look very good. That no, wouldn't look good. That'd at be all. a
0: black IPR wise. Yeah, uh... what I always associate with baseball, and I wish I knew the name of it, but the font, the font of the team mascot or the city, that is a great thing. That is a just the the fluidity of the cursive from the the Dodgers to the Cardinals to the Braves to the Royals, and yet though the colors sometimes, you know, you said. You mentioned the 56 Reds were the first to have the vest, but you didn't like the vest on them. You liked it on the Pirates. Did it have to do with the fact that the Reds always beat the Braves?
1: No, in those, in those days, no. No? Uh, no. Uh, although I do see uh, my the image that's in my brain of Pete Rose. He's wearing that vested uniform as a second baseman. Replacing Don game as the the red second baseman, mm. uh, the um, and that may that that in itself may have something to do with the fact that yeah. I don't like
0: the vest is cool because it's almost uh, Arthurian. It's like well, Knights of the of the Round Table with the the vest too. It's like I their mean, armor I can coat. See
1: swinging the bat with that,
0: it, it has less. Con- I mean, it seems like a better uniform. Right. So, you know, the, the pants themselves, um, at one point they were down to the socks and then they came like as capris and the, you know, the socks and the stirrups came all the way up to the knees, which you still see like Hunter Pence in this day and age. Um, the pajama pants that are popular now where the, 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 the pants go all the way down to the shoe tops and they bag up and whatnot. Are you a fan of that look? No, no, I,
1: I, The, uh, I was, anytime I went onto a baseball field, my shoes had to shine. You had to be able to see my face in your shoes and there would be, uh, about a 16th of an inch of color showing on the stirrups in front and about, uh, close to an inch of the stirrups showing in the
0: back. Uh, no, no, I was. The socks had to be there. Yeah, 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 that was, I'm, that's. I mean, it's what defines it, you know. the The uniform is what defines the games themselves, and you know, creates a unique class to baseball when you see the stirrup socks. So I agree. I'm not a fan of the, um, the uh, the pajama pants. Um, also, if, if we delve into least favorites, those Astros uniforms, 70s and 80s with the, you know, the color grid. Um, that's just unwatchable. I thought they were among the worst uh,
1: uniforms that I've ever seen. Was that 1976? or uh, I think when
0: they first came out, I, I hated them. Yeah. What What else? What else ranks in the worst? Uh,
1: Bill Vex, uh, white socks, uh, short pant,
0: Bermuda shorts, <laughs> that uniforms. Was just, that was laughably bad. Uh,
1: the... Uh, yeah, they were. I mean and uh particularly the uh, I mean yeah, he was trying to bring back the uh the collared shirts and all of this sort of stuff. Uh it didn't fly. Uh the
0: um The White uh, Sox logo has taken on interesting looks from time to time as well. The the stretch Batman. Yeah. Um
1: <laughs> That's- the White Sox have been – they've been all red and white. They've been all blue and white. They've been all black and white. They've been, like, so many different things. Uh, the uh, the White Sox, having always been, like, the second team in Chicago, you know, it's, like, too bad for them. I think the Padres have had some of the worst uniforms ever, all of those uh, kind of puke brown uniforms that they've had. Um the uh the indians when in the 70s when they had those all red uniforms uh god those were awful uh, yeah those I, I were still, not good at all no no they weren't they're just uh, too distracting
0: were, it's the marlins uniform of today
1: there were there were a lot of teams in the 70s that did, had their worst uniforms isn't no yeah.
0: it yeah it seems as though all sports have that that era where you know, they let too many graphic design majors who don't know about the history of the game come in and try and rebrand the teams. I mean, I remember our basketball team having that big hawk that started in the front and wrapped around to the back. That was no good. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, the Nuggets emulating the Astros, uh horrible color chromatic scheme. Looks looked like you were trying to pick out a paint at the Home Depot. Um, uh, but the... Uh, Where do we go? Uh, In this day and age, um, the Marlins uniform. What what do you think about that rebranding that they did? I I don't.
1: I I don't think much of it. I I don't. uh, However, it does seem to fit Miami. Uh, I I really don't like the Mets that that kind of uh, turquoise blue that they have with the orange. I don't think that's a very good look. Uh, even though they're trying to emulate the old, uh, trying to put together the old Dodgers and the old Giants, right? And, uh, yeah, uh,
0: that's I an know, interesting. But, when the Giants have their all orange uniforms, that's a little too much for me. I don't. I, I like the Giants wearing the, the the white with the orange lettering.
1: No, now the '79 Giants when they had that kind of orange shirt. A road thing, a road thing. I I like that. I can still see Frank Lindsay coming out of the bullpen. Yeah,
0: interestingly enough, I don't like the Cardinals uniform because they always beat us, and (laughs) just not a Cardinal fan in general. Even (laughs) though it gets such a claim across the board as being the great, one of the, if not the greatest uniform in baseball, I just don't see it. So I'm sorry.
1: You really, you see, I would think that the Yankees pinstripes would be like. uh,
0: look like a bunch of prisoners
1: yeah well I mean uh, (laughs) but and even though that there were a lot of teams that were pinstriped before the Yankees I mean people kind of like give them the Yankee pinstripes are the iconic uniform
0: yeah well baseball created in my mind the cap the cap itself you know that like uh, the, the name itself is a baseball cap the uh you have early on the
1: 8 point cap uh where there were eight panels to a cap uh and a short brim um i have an old new york yankees cap like that when you think of the early yankees caps they were these uh 8 point or these um what you would call them. an
0: uh, octagon
1: well yeah i mean but because i were, think of
0: the pirates with that and they actually had the,
1: the pirates had like the uh the the cap that w- was raised and that kind of um what would you call that a, a uh like a um kind of a vaudeville yeah something uh it, w- it was different it was uh kind of uh Uh, went back to the 19th century.
0: Yeah, and correct me if I'm wrong, didn't that pirate's hat have the pirate P on the very top? Like not at the front, but it was actually on top because it had a flat... It was a flat top. I don't remember that. I seem to remember this. I don't know.
1: I remember the angels having a uh, halo on the top of their hat, but that was a different thing. Yeah, that, that was, was
0: 64. That was ingenious. I can't believe that it didn't last longer. Um, do you, uh, at what point were we cursed with the Velcro batting gloves? Like what's the history of batting gloves? How long until we actually see batting gloves being used commonly? Oh, gosh,
1: I, I really don't know. I, I think that's more of a 1970s uh, invention than anything.
0: Wasn't it at one point that they were like a snap? You know, before we had Velcro, it was like a button that just, you 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 closed the, I, the wrist off? I don't off.
1: remember those. Uh, when I was playing, there was neither. You didn't play with... If there was a buttoned uh batting glove that was one or two years before the velcro uh batting glove when I played, there was neither. You didn't play with gloves.
0: Some claim the first player to wear a batting glove was Bobby Thompson of the Giants who wore golf gloves during spring training in nineteen forty nine Well, good for him. The Giants <laughs> win the pennant Giants win the pennant, <laughs> yep. And it's the others say that Ted Williams was the first to wear a golf glove in batting practice during 53. So that would
1: make sense to me. But I mean, look, they weren't widespread until years and years and years later.
0: Yeah. And if it were up to us, we'd outlaw them now with all the, well, at least the Velcro yeah. part of it. Right. And do you consider the body armor, uh, a, um, meaningful part of the evolution of the uniform? shin guards I think are these all just modern inventions the shin guards the elbow pads all that stuff I think of when you
1: mentioned the word body armor I think of Barry Bonds and all of the stuff that was grandfathered in that he was allowed to wear and to go out onto the field like some sort of G.I. Joe you know uh wearing all kinds of stuff that uh, where he could just stand in there and get beamed until the ball was right where he wanted it to be.
0: Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a tactic. He was uh, cheating the rules into his favor, like he did so many times unofficially. Um, did you ever catch the future unis that the Diamondbacks and Rockies and uh, uh, Devil Rays wore uh, from time to time? They tried to project into the future of what baseball uniforms would look like in the 22nd century. No, and I don't want to see. They didn't go over very well. The teams that I have uh, appreciated their
1: change over time are the White Sox, who have gone from all blue to all red to short pants to collars to no collars. And today they have a very traditional kind of... Uh, white and black uniform. I I, I like the White Sox uh, uniforms. Pinstripes Uh,
0: as well on the White Sox.
1: Right, right. They've been everything uh, throughout the time. But But today, uh, now they Today, I I, I like their uniforms. Uh, There is something, I mean, everybody kind of, the Red Sox, the Yankees, the Tigers, uh, the kind of traditional element of their uniforms, is a part of baseball, uh, and I was attracted to that at one time, but not so much anymore. I, I mean, I recognize that the uh, for the promotion of the game and for baseball to succeed in the 21st century, we need to uh, advance with a uh, you know, sometimes we need to leave these old traditions behind. Uh, the this um, the the when's Marlins. It, when is the last time the Tiger uniform has changed? Uh, what nineteen twenty three? You know, I mean, uh, yeah,
0: they have additions and subtractions. They used to have numbers on the sleeves, right? Right. As recently as the sixties the 68 team in particular.
1: Right now their uniform looks like, you know, you should see Sam Crawford in left field.
0: True. But I still love that. You know, I'm a fan of that that tradition as well, but so am I. Yeah. But but we have to recognize that the future
1: of the game is not in this appreciation of the nostalgic 1920s.
0: Yeah, that is the future of the game. You know, despite us romantic diehards. But uh, the Braves have done something that, um, and I know other teams have done it as well, but that I like, specific uniforms for specific days, you know.
1: Oh, that really starts with the Phillies. Uh, The Phillies did this, Well, maybe back really to the A's uh, in the early 60s. The Pirates did this as well. Really? Uh, Yeah. I mean, they had uh, the Pirates when they had all those... uh, nineteen seventies uniforms. They had uh Sunday games and you know, Sunday away games and what they would wear. Yeah. Um, now I'm
0: not talking about the 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 tradition of the like the July fourth uniforms always having oh, No 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 no. I'm but, saying
1: like all gold, all black, black and gold, gold and black uh, but on stripes, yeah. yeah i mean these were on certain days uh the pirates did this as much as anybody pirates also by the way i i thought this was great that the pirate uniforms were hand in hand with the steeler uniforms right they were very much a part of pittsburgh
0: and uh, the penguins as well even right right
1: you yeah. know uh the uh I don't know of any other t- any other city that has done this, um, not yeah. with
0: it, it's something connected to the makeup of the city. Yeah, you know, you have teams that their mascots are the state bird or something like that. But yeah, Steelers is the company of.
1: I don't think of you know, the the Baltimore Ravens purple and white doesn't have a whole lot to do with the Baltimore no. Orioles. You know, uh, No. yeah the uh, so. You know, and I, I've always appreciated that with uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, you know, they, they're like, uh, I'm all for Pittsburgh uniforms. Pittsburgh has, they have experimented and they have uh, sometimes struck out, but more times than not, they've gotten a uh, man on base.
0: <laughs> yep. And just a great logo to work with. I mean, the Jolly Roger, the pirate, that's one of the best. One yeah, of the best. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if you were going to make an expansion team, you would fashion after the Pirates, emulate their style? Oh,
1: no, I don't know that I would say. uh, Who would you then? uh, I I would try and not emulate anybody. It would also (laughs) depend on where my team was. Uh, Yeah. You know, I would try to have a uniform that was appropriate for the region and the city and everything else where I was.
0: To that note, I always kind of liked the Expo uniform.
1: <laughs> really, that kind of baby blue with the, you know. That... It
0: just felt like Montreal. I knew when I was watching the Expos, I'm like, yep, that's a Montreal team. Having never been to Montreal before, I just, and the other thing was the logo on the hat, I could never quite figure out that that was an M for Montreal. It looked like an ELB, you know. So contrary, I thought the, uh, blue Jays uniform
1: was always a lot better than the expo uniform. I thought the expo yeah. uniform was way too kind of feminine for, uh, a, uh, for the expo's.
0: Yeah. Well, something that I, the
1: rounded M I didn't like it.
0: Didn't, you know. Right. Cause it doesn't look like an M it looks yeah. like three letters and I couldn't ever figure out what they meant. But then one day it was like, Oh yeah, that is an M. um, One of my favorite things, and we can close out with with this, um, the World Series logo. That is something that is quite a wonderful tradition that has been emulated across the board in the other major sports, but never quite as cool as when it's on a baseball uniform because they can put it on the side of the hat. There's way more real estate on the baseball uniform to display these patches and images, I think. But I've always been fascinated with just the evolution of the World Series logo itself.
1: I think that it's interesting that you're talking about this. Uh, the future of uniforms is going to follow uh, soccer uh, and NASCAR and, uh, and the Bad News Bears uh, right. where we have uh, different representation. I mean, we already have, you know, ballparks, AT and T uh, park in San Francisco, but the millions and millions and millions of dollars that could go to having the representation of a particular uh, industry or something on the uniform—that's going to change soon. Yeah. I mean, it's bound to. It uh the uh and when that does, uh that will change everything that we know about uniforms.
0: Yeah. Well, how we know uniforms today in baseball could very well be non-existent in the next 10 or 15 years. I I
1: firmly believe that's going to happen.
0: Yeah. Well, one thing that getting back to the World Series patches and patches in general, how just the image, the images that have come Uh, over the years as soon as you see them again how for a baseball enthusiast it takes you right back to it's like oh that's the you know that's the 70s you know that's the 70s Braves and what you just described how when you see a certain throwback uniform today like if the Braves wear the Hank Aaron uniforms you think of Hank Aaron you think of that moment and it's this positive visceral reaction to the history of your team you know and that's what I love about the World Series logo is like oh man. That logo kind of like when I see the 91 logo, you know, it means so much more uh, than to, you know, somebody not in Atlanta or Minnesota. And yet it's an instant reaction just from seeing that patch. So, but at any rate, um, what's your favorite uniform of all time? Favorite uniform of all time. If I was going to fashion a a uniform after a team, um, I'd probably go with the... The tigers and i would maintain my traditionalist how aspect in boring
1: that. how boring i mean i like the tiger uniform but it's like really boring yeah but yet white with a all you with know, a black logo and, and a uh old english black d
0: yeah well i mean what's your favorite
1: well, i don't know that i would have a favorite uh, i think Uh, I mean, I've designed a few uniforms for high school teams that I had. And if I did it again, I would have a vest. I like the vest itself because I like the way you're able to swing the bat with a vest. Uh, I think it helps you. Uh, And I like the idea of being the villain. I would want more black than uh, black pants. And so if I had to look at any uniform uh throughout time probably the 1957 to 1961 uh, pirate uniform is uh one of my favorite uniforms of all time
0: yeah and i'd have to say that one of my favorite of all time is the uh the milwaukee braves that era uniform i agree with with the the piping along the
1: sides, the double uh colored socks yeah the stuff
0: the the chief logo on the on the Arm that had the feathered, it was that's, like the full array. Yeah, it looks I, don't like the Black until I don't think
1: that's uh, until sixty one. I don't think, but
0: go okay. ahead. Yeah, but, but it was still Milwaukee.
1: Yeah, yeah, right, right there. So yeah. uh, that was there until sixty
0: yeah. five. Yeah, I that that would be a close second. It might be neck and neck with the Tigers. So, yeah. all right, well, coach, as always, thank you so much. Thank you to those listening out there, downloading us on iTunes or checking us out on SoundCloud, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, leave your comments uh what is tell us what is your favorite yeah uniform yeah tell us and we'll talk about it again we'll take up the baton from there so for coach bounds this is tucker wells and running the bases we're coming into home we're safe have a good night